I'm the type of person, if you ask me a question and I don't know the answer, I'm going to tell you that I don't know. But I bet you what? I know how to find the answer, and I will find the answer. All right, Eve McCord, it is, of course, Irish for a very warm welcome, my friends, to Shamrocks and Shanks. Another episode where we get to learn from some of the best professionals in the golf world. Now, my guests for this episode are Andy Matthews and Brian Stallman. Both Andy and Brian work for a company based out of Michigan called NeuroP Pro. Andy is Director of Golf Performance and Brian is a Peak Performance Coach. Now NeuroPeak Pro is a company that has been helping people to improve their lives through helping them optimize brain performance and breathing for quite some time now. The reason that we have them on our podcast is many of those same people are indeed athletes playing in some of the best leagues in world sport including NFL, MLB, NHL and of course for the purpose of our podcast today on professional golf tours around the world. Indeed, two of the clients that you might be most familiar with would be Jordan Spieth and Bryson DeChambeau. Now, the exact reason for having Andy and Brian on the show was to discuss breathing, and yes, we all breathe and we all know that it's pretty much an essential, but the question is how much do we really know about it? Are we breathing the right way, for example, mouth versus nose breathing? Does how we breathe affect our performance in the sports field? Should we be breathing slower when under pressure? What's this fight or flight response and, and many, many more questions. So in this podcast, we really start off discussing how athletes in general need to be looking at how they breathe, irrelevant to what sport we really are participating in. We get into some terms you might have heard around breathing discussions, including precision breathing training, heart rate variability or HRV as it's referred to, and how they might be affecting you as a golfer. If you're that arrive at the course nervous player who just hopes to hit it well to relax, Andy creates some nice ideas how you can use breathing in your warm-ups for your round or even before you get to the golf course. We then chat about the Intel belt that NeuroPeak Pro uses in assessing clients' breathing or indeed now actually has clients using it to assess their own breathing at home. It's the first of its kind real-time precision breathing device which shows heart rate data and real-time respiration data as you train. We then move on to the coaches section of our podcast. So if you're a coach who's been looking at breathing training for your players, or even if you haven't been looking, we chat about how a coach might recognize the need in a player to look at their breathing patterns and how to introduce it to your players, whether individually or as a group. We discussed the recent creation of the NeuroPeak Pro coach certification. So what does the certification entail and how can we use this for our own education as coaches? And indeed, what the plans are for enhancing this education in the future for those who perhaps want to dive a little bit deeper. Honestly, if you're interested in performing better, this will be a really interesting, soft introduction to breathing viewed from a scientific and sports perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy and Brian. Everybody, welcome to Shamrocks and Shanks. I'm delighted to have Andy Matthews, who's Director of Golf Performance for NeuroPeak Pro on the show, along with Brian uh, Stallman, who also works for NeuroPeak Pro. Um, Andy and Brian, very warm welcome to the show, to the podcast. Thanks for having us, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to work with uh, with the company, Andy, for a while and with Brian, with you personally for a couple of years now. And I've seen what great work you're doing. And, you know, the, the conversation of breathing and functional breathing or enhanced breathing or efficient breathing, whichever phrase we want to kind of put out there, has been around for, for a while now. It's definitely gathering momentum. And I feel your company is really at the forefront in terms of the technology, in terms of the education, in terms of what you're doing. So I thought it'd be really great to get you on the show and kind of go through what you guys really do and how it can help club golfers, number one, which is kind of half this show. And then kind of delving into how coaches can implement this for their players and help their players improve and create more kind of awareness of this, so to speak. So um I think it's always important to give some background. I always like to do that to our guests, and especially in this case, Andy, because 
you know, your background is actually playing professional golf, which is cool. So you're, you're perfect guest for the show. You started off playing professional golf and, and now you're in the role of being director, kind of performance or director of golf with the company. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you ended up where you are? It'd be great. Yeah, Steve, thanks. It was um, it was obviously by chance that I got introduced to, to NeuroPeak Pro. As you mentioned, I played professionally, ended up playing professionally for, for 10 years after I played my college golf at the University of Michigan and was introduced to NeuroPeak Pro by, by my instructor who recognized, and I think I certainly did as well, that we were doing all of the right things off the golf course from nutrition, physio, in the gym, golf swing, equipment, everything was was dialed in. But when it came time to to put a score on the scorecard, things looked and felt really different. And so I was looking for what could be that difference maker for me. I had spent, you know, numbers of of hours and time on the sports psychology side of things. And kind of felt like I could write the book on it, knowing that, yeah, I needed to get out there and get out of my own way, but I didn't know how to do it. Mm. And for me, the training that NeuroPeak Pro brought to the table started to be that difference maker for me. And so I went from playing the Canadian tour, counting how much money I needed to make in the last event of the year to be able to keep my card to coming out the next season and um, contending and ultimately getting a win. Um, I say up there, but my win was at the the Mexican PGA championship when the Canadian tour used to play down in Mexico and yeah, it completely changed the trajectory of my career. I looked different. I felt different. People noticed a change and they were asking, what did you do during the off season? And for a while, I didn't quite say anything, but when it when it started to come to the surface, when I started talking about breathing, um, I kind of got an interesting look. And but <laughs> when you start to understand the science behind it, you can understand why it can make such a tremendous difference in performance. And to the last part of that question, how did it? I end up back at NeuroPeak Pro. Well, the company reached out to me after I had hung up the clubs and. Um, I had a couple other ventures that I was involved with and they said, Andy, I know you don't need more to do right now, but would you be interested in helping out with one of our NFL franchises that we are working with? And lo and behold, some golfers started to to reach out and clearly I'm not a quarterback or a kicker. I was the golfer on staff and and now here we are five years later. Yeah, it's um, even when I was writing the uh, the questions, the sample kind of template for this one of the questions I was right was like how we breathe and I'm like well when people hear that they're going to be like well we do that anyway what, what's the big issue you know so there is definitely that little bit of stigma around it where we're like hey we all breathe what's where's the problem yeah you're right and I get that often whether I'm talking to one of our tour players I'm fortunate to work with some of the best players in the world on mm-hmm. precision breathing techniques but also for club golfers and even some of our junior players you know it's it seems like such a soft topic, Steve, but like I said, when you start to start to get into the science of why breathing matters, some of those things start to start to really connect and, and resonate with people. And fortunately, you know, the conversation around breathing is showing up more and more, you know, in different sectors, not just in sports performance, but just 
you know, just everyday health and wellness for individuals that, you know, frankly, we all deal with our own stresses and pressures every day. And just seeing how breathing can actually play a role in that and helping get um, get down to the root of why some of those things we we see and feel about ourselves happen. Yeah, definitely. You touched on a really good point there. I remember when we first started, when we first got introduced a couple of years ago and we were talking about this and, you know, one of the things that you wanted to make clear to me was golf is just the medium of through which we're trying to kind of get this information out there. You know, we honestly just want to help people in their everyday lives do better. It just so happens we're on a golf podcast and, and that's how we kind of like, you know, really, really communicate what you're, what you guys are doing, what's so amazing. But yeah, like I think that's really, really important to understand for, for anybody listening. This isn't just golf specific. This is better for you as an individual. It just so happens we're talking through a golf sphere, so to speak. Um, the focus, as we mentioned, the focus on training, breathing in, in sport has become like really, really prominent in recent years. And in fact, like NeuroPeak has been involved with athletes across all sports, right? So we're not talking golf here for quite some time. Um you know, even in like you mentioned the NFL there, NHL, MLB and, and numerous other sports. And, it, you know, when we look at that, can you chat a little bit about the range of athletes you've worked with and how they've used your programs and devices to improve their performance? So we can kind of and I know there's golfers like Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau have been kind of associated with your company, but maybe talking about a few different athletes across the sports and, and how they've used it to improve their performance. Yeah, absolutely. And Steve, one of the things that, you know, Brian hears me say all the time in our, our team is that the science behind what we do doesn't change, regardless of how you apply it, whether mm -hmm. we are talking to some of our tour professionals, whether we're talking about, you know, the NFL, Kirk Cousins at the Minnesota Vikings has been a really longtime client of ours since his days at Michigan State. We're in 17 or any or 18 NHL locker rooms number of different major league baseball pitching staffs. So the, the breathing and precision breathing in particular is really cross-discipline, right? Mm -hmm. And it even goes as far as, you know, talking to some of our student athletes, regardless of the sport that they're playing, you know, they can use these types of breathing techniques when they're walking into their final exam yeah. or one of our business professionals. If you're one of the club golfers listening you know, when you're walking into a sales presentation or a board meeting, like all of those feels that we get when we're nervous is the body doing exactly what it's supposed to do when it senses a threat. Mm -hmm. So the muscle tension, the faster heart rate, you know, maybe our hands get a little cold and clammy. Um, certainly breathing goes up, but that's our body doing exactly what it's supposed to do. The cool thing is of all of those automatic functions, yet we're waiting for spring to fully arrive here in Michigan. Um, when it's warmer out, you don't tell your pores to open up and sweat when it's hot outside so that your body can cool. It just senses the environment and says, this is what I need to do to find a level of balance. Mm -hmm. But again, of all of those automatic functions, Breathing is the one that we can control when we put some attention or intention to. And it works very much like a metronome. So, you know, whether we're a golfer has used a metronome to help pace putting stroke, or if you're a musician and you've had the metronome sitting on your piano as you played a piece of music, 
that rapid tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock of a metronome, if that's our breath, is going to pull along every physiological function through our heart rate, heart rate variability, nervous system, and ultimately the brain, and helps us, well, actually not helps us, but moves us into that fight or flight state where we're trying to survive a situation rather than perform in it. So when we talk about the cross sport application or life or business application of a precision breathing practice, those foundational elements of how to breathe don't change. Mm -hmm. What does change is I'm going to talk with one of our tour professionals about how they can manage themselves when they're standing on the seventh tee of a golf tournament and that shot doesn't fit their eye differently than I'm going to talk to one of our NHL guys about how we can recover in between shifts or after the game when they've just gone all out for two hours. Mm -hmm. The precision breathing techniques don't change. It's the application that does. And like I was alluding to, whether you're walking into a board meeting or a sales presentation or an exam, you can use breathing to help move your body into a more balanced state where it's optimal to perform. Very good answer. (laughs) So, when when we do look at breathing, we, we have like, a, as you know, with a golf swing, let's say different kind of levels of technical detail we can get into, let's say. And we don't want to overburden because there are definitely huge mental levels that go into breathing, as you kind of mentioned. Yeah. Let's give the listener a little bit, because you mentioned some things there, like heart rate variability, the fight or flight, the autonomic nervous system. So can we kind of give them like a, a very kind of loose guideline in here to what breathing or precision breathing training actually does here because you know okay we can say right it's going to help you deal with stress but a little bit more technical detail on how that actually works and how the body is actually kind of going into that fight or flight response and then how the hrv training can really help us deal with that yeah that autonomic nervous system big word and you know it's what it does is it helps influence or regulate all of those automatic functions of our body. And I think the best way to think about it is like the adaptive cruise control on a, on a car, right? You've got cruise control in place, but the car is continually trying to sense what's going on around it to maintain proper spacing between the car ahead or the car behind, or obviously some of the more advanced ones are changing lanes and whatnot. Our body's doing that same thing through the activity of that autonomic nervous system. And it's responsible for activating or deactivating that fight or flight response, that stress response that our body naturally goes into when it's sensing a threat. But also on the flip side, the opposite end of that stress response is our parasympathetic response. I always, and I still think para like parachute, it's slower. That's the response that's more healthy when we're resting, when we're digesting, when we're trying to recover from a strenuous activity. Mm -hmm. But there's this sweet spot in between those two that we can measure. And it's measured through heart rate and heart rate variability to say, hey, this person is in a spot to adapt to whatever gets thrown at it. It can upshift if it needs to, or it can downshift if it needs to. And so that's the key point is what precision breathing is doing is helping influence the balance of that nervous system. If we're driving that car and we're constantly at the red line, 
you don't have anything more in the tank when you do need to step up and, and meet a demand like that. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, it's also so used to going so, so fast that it has a really hard time finding the brake and the engine burns out. And, you know, we start to see some of these effects of chronic stress and, and the like. But when we start to boil it down to the basics, people breathe too fast. And from there, if we can come back to that basic principle all the time and start to help move that body into a more balanced state just by changing the way that we breathe, something we do 24-7, 365 until the day we're six feet under, using the breath is able to help influence and balance the, the your system so that you can have that optimal response to the actual environment that you're in. Okay. So it's kind of like these things are going to happen to us as, as human beings throughout today. You know, there's, there's ups and downs. There's going to be challenges. That nervous system, that automatic nervous system is going to react. There's, you know, there's very little we can really do about that, perhaps, let's say. But how we respond, we can train our breath to put us in a better position to respond less uh, excessively, let's say. Would that be kind of accurate in terms of that? That that's perfect. And a good way to think about it is we all have that level 10 where we redline and it's that point of no return, if you will. Mm -hmm. If we walk into our day at a level eight, we only have two notches of headroom, if you will, to adapt to whatever gets thrown at us. If through a breathing practice, I can help you lower that down to a seven or even a six you've all of a sudden got all this extra room to play with. And maybe some of those things that that bugged you or got under your skin when you maybe hit a bad golf shot or something, somebody said something that didn't quite sit right, you all of a sudden have this room to adapt to and kind of let that water run off the, the duck's back. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the long-term benefits of precision breathing have an effect on HRV or our heart rate variability, which is essentially a measure of your body's ability to adapt to stress. The higher that number is, the higher adaptability that you're that you're going to have. And so that's the long-term play. But the also nice thing too, there's really short-term benefits as well that can be seen in a matter of minutes, even a matter of a couple of breaths, that when you're in one of those situations, where you are feeling all the feels of a pressure situation, standing on the first tee of a golf tournament, or, you know, you've got a six footer to take a few dollars off your buddies, you know, you've got a tool in your back pocket that you know how your body reacts to and can help move the body into that performance state and out of fight or flight. Mm -hmm. I I think it's, I remember I'm doing a little bit of a, let's say brain training with a sports psychologist already in my career. And we, we talked about a few things and I was very much of the opinion I would react when I got into the situation and have tools to react in the situation. But I think what's really important with this is, you know, a lot of people feel, oh, when I get onto that 18T box and I need to hit the fairway, if I start breathing there and then better and I start, you know, breathing longer, that'll help me in the situation. And I'm like, I don't think so. It's like other training, you know, we we kind of, if if you're doing it at the last minute, it's probably not going to have the same effect as if you're <laughs> over a longer period of time. It it can help, yeah. certainly. 
But if you're going to get the most benefit out of the time you're investing into retraining how you breathe, it's uh, it's the long term of, you know, five or 10 minutes at five or six days a week of just dropping those little top up sessions. in so that when you do encounter one of those stressful situations, you're prepared for it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, now, being a golfer, you know, golfers. We like to have like, you know, really tangible information before we before we embark on any new training aid, unless yeah. we're really desperate, one of those cases. <laughs> but the, the the app, I think, is fantastic. Um, obviously, I've been using that for a while and it's got some great exercise and tasks to help players with their with their breathing training and situational training. Uh, is there some example we could go through to give the listeners a little idea of how we could practically apply this? You know, um, let's take, for example, like something uh, straightforward, like like the warm up. So before we get to that first tee, maybe we're feeling a little nervous. Maybe it's the club championship or even just a general round. What are some kind of nice guidelines or pointers, you know, a player could go through, let's say? Yeah, and I think as we're talking about the warm up, I think we can even take a, a step back before that is like, what are you doing even before you get into your warm up to help put your body in the best state to warm up? You know, mm-hmm. some individuals go to the practice tee to hit golf balls to warm up, but what are we doing to help warm up ourselves to hit golf balls as well? And so some of our tour players, one of the simplest things they do is when they put the car in park, before they get out, they'll throw on some music, they'll throw on their Intel belt, and they'll do five or 10 minutes of breathing before they get out of the car. They're just hitting the reset button. They're setting the tone for how they want the rest of the day to be able to unfold. And so it's like putting some money in the bank because you know when you get the clubs out of your trunk and you're walking to the practice tee to start warming up, you're excited. You're there to play golf, whether it's for fun against your buddies or with your buddies or, you know, with a couple of million dollars on the line, you know, you're excited. And those are those inevitabilities that we just talked about that are going to happen. And then we often see when we're on the practice tee, how many players in a tournament where you just see that really rapid, like, rake and hit, rake and hit, rake and mm-hmm. hit, and just like keep going faster and faster and faster, likely because they're not hitting it great. And so they're working, you can see the, their mind is just churning. And so one of the biggest and most helpful tips that I can share as it relates to your warm up is to take your time and make time to breathe every couple of shots. Yeah. Part of the reason of warming up is to find our rhythm. We don't want to be disjointed, but you know what? Hit a shot or a couple of shots and then maybe go through your full routine on a shot where you take your practice swing, you give yourself the time to be able to execute that shot really, really well. And then as it leads into, you know, heading to the first tee, allowing yourself time to enjoy that walk. Instead of just throwing the car in park, running out and throwing your your bag on the cart and rocking up to the first tee, not having done anything, you know, that's your body's going to be in that stress state. And now you're going to go hit golf shots with perhaps something on the line. And so you just start amping that up. And, you know, there's a there's a series in the NeuroPeak Pro app called Taking It to the Course Mm-hmm. And I, I go through e- kind of each segment of the round from your warm up 
on the first tee, kind of in the fairway. You know, what happens if, if I, when we hit a bad shot, how can we react to that? How can we work our way around the putting green that helps keep our body in a state of balance? Because there's, there's moves, Steve, that we make as golfers that are completely natural to playing the game that actually activate our body stress response. And one of the most obvious ones is bending over and sticking a tee in the ground. Yeah. Right. And I'll do that when I'm doing a presentation or I'm working with um, a clinic or, or whatnot, I'll say, Hey, how many times around do you do this? And they'll say, well, it's 18. And I was like, okay, well, that's great. 18. Do you hole out each of those 18 holes? All right. So now we're at 36. How many times do you bend over and, um, throw some grass in the air to check the wind or grab something off your line. Like hundreds of times you're putting your body in a state of stress, just based on a move we naturally make as golfers because our head goes below our heart. We're balancing on one leg. There's all kinds of things our body has to do to prevent us from falling over. Mm -hmm. That ramps that stress response up. So back to what we were talking about earlier, if you're not preparing yourself for that ahead of time or doing something right after it to help recover, you know, your body's not going to be in the most optimal state to hit that golf shot. For sure. And, you know, some people might respond, okay, well, what should I do after that then? Well, this is what we're saying. It's not what you should do after it's what you should do before. That's going to help you out. You know, you're, you're the breathing, the precision breathing, that training, the things you're doing away from the golf course are the things that are going to help you right there and then. And that's, that's a great point. And, you know, talking to, you know, a lot of first timers as they start to get involved with precision breathing and the Intel belt is everyone's looking for the cheat codes, right? Like, what do I do next? 100%. How, how, okay. I get that breathing's going to help me. How can I get there fastest? And, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, it's one of those things that's going to take a little bit of time and investment to be able to get you there. And that's where those breathing fundamentals really come into play because you can start to apply that in every aspect of your life, not just on the golf course, but putting that extra money in the bank that you've got to, to make those withdrawals on, on those inevitable stresses as part of a round becomes more and more important. Awesome. Awesome. Now if we could bring Brian in there for a second, because I think that's important because I know Brian does a lot of the one-on-one, the consultations with a lot of individuals who are going through. And there's many other training courses with NeuroPeak Pro bar what we're going to talk about next, which is the Intel belt. But if we brought Brian in and Brian, in your experience working with clients one-on-one and, you know, do you see varying uh, like quickness of, quickness of results Um, And when you see people improve, what are kind of some of the things that they come back to you after two or three weeks or a month of working with you? And what what are some of the examples that they say that they've experienced? Yeah, uh, definitely. So there's a lot of factors that will vary the quickness of how people get it, right? So someone who is an athlete their entire life or, or if they're just younger, like they've stayed in that athletic kind of demeanor so some college kid who's played golf football basketball all those things because we deal with just about all of them if they're coming out of it or they're still in it they pick up these breathing exercises a lot quicker than I'd say an adult in their 40s who hasn't worked out hasn't stayed with certain elements to try and keep their body in a good spot right so Mm -hmm. people can pick it up at different paces but 
the great thing is, is that everybody I've worked with does pick it up. And so it's all about putting in what you want out of it. I, I tell people often that this is like your breathing gym, right? And the best thing about this is you can take it anywhere with you. Unlike when you sign up for that membership at the gym, you got to get your shoes on, you got to get in the car, you got to fight the cold or the heat and actually go in. And so those people who are paying $100 a month and going once a month, which I've been guilty of myself, you know, it's it's very easy to get into that habit. Whereas this breathing thing, it is sitting on your desk. It's always in your pocket. And I mean, you're just like ready to go with it. So people who are putting in the daily work, five to 10 minutes, like Andy said, they're going to get that pattern to, to really improve within weeks. You know, mm -hmm. it's not going to take long. And so I've seen that happen. I'd say the longest I, it took one client who was probably in their seventies was only a month, but it was just, they were able to put the work in and, you know, they're fighting different things than someone who's in great health in their twenties. But everybody who gets it after the while, you know, they come back and they say things like, I'm sleeping better than I have before. That is a that is a very common one. I'd say it's the best side effect, if you will, quote unquote, that all of us can get, uh, myself included. The best part about it for me was before doing this breathing, I would just lay in bed for about 40 minutes trying to like fall asleep, thinking about all the things I went through today and then what's coming tomorrow. Now I go into that and I'm out in under 10 minutes. And that is such a godsend because I'm just, you know, it carries over into my sleep too. I'm getting deeper sleep. I'm having these dreams. It's all a byproduct of just doing a little bit of work each day. So sleeping is a big part that people say is something that changes pretty quickly. Um, and then, you know, just things that they can take into workouts, things like Andy said that they can, you know, prior to a meeting, they were calmer than they've ever been. You know, I've worked with NHL guys who are like, yeah, I stayed on the, the ice for about 60 seconds longer than I did. So the byproducts of breathing, as opposed to just like getting into a good mental state is it works the physical and, you know, the sleep really awesome, awesome pieces. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, and I definitely, you know, when I started working with you, um, I definitely saw a lot of those kind of same things. I talked to you about my mood and that improved an awful lot. Um, mm -hmm. but the, the sleeping thing was definitely a byproduct that I didn't know was happening. It's only in recent times when I've kind of started getting into a little bit more studying how, how much a role the sleeping plays, then you start kind of nearly putting the jigsaw puzzles together and going, okay, well, this breathing thing, it's not just breathing. Like it affects everything, like affects my mood. Perhaps that affects my diet, that affects my sleeping and all these different things. So that's fantastic. Again, you know, where I come from was that conversation we had when we started working together was like, okay, well, where am I going to see the results or how do I recognize this is working, right? Because that's mm -hmm. important in golf, uh, but that's right. fantastic. And, and if we switch back to Andy, you know, I meant you mentioned brought up the Intel belt there, which I think is one of the things that I found the coolest thing to work with. Um, and I got mine about six, seven weeks ago, and I've been on it nearly every day playing around with it and trying to trying to get my HRV up. But I think it's if I'm right in saying it's it's the first kind of uh feedback device that gives you a live heart rate feedback. You can actually see how your actually heart rate's going and how you're actually breathing. Um, if that's correct, and if I if I'm not getting that wrong. Can you tell us a little bit about the device, um, how long it's been out in the market and, and what's the advantages? So, you know, for our, any listeners listening, what are they going to get out of this device that they can't get elsewhere, let's say? 
Yeah, it's the first of its kind real-time precision breathing training device. There's been plenty of monitors and trackers out on the market that are able to give you real-time heart rate data, you know, standard heart rate monitor that you wear around your your torso is going to give you your your heart rate. Um and there's some that have started to lean into heart rate variability as well, but none have been able to pair up the heart rate data with real time respiration data and to be mm. able to see what the pattern of your inhale and your exhale looks like. We set out to develop it because frankly, all of our pro athletes were, were tired of carrying around a briefcase full of wires and USB encoders and you know, this $3,500 set of medical grade equipment, but they did it because it worked, but they were also saying it would be great if I could do this on my phone. And, you know, fortunately we had, um, you know, the time with the pandemic to, to really put thought to this and, and bring it to market. And we we're able to do that last January at the PGA show in, in January. So it's been, um, you know, rooted in a lot of experience and a lot of science that our company's been able to gain over the last 16 or 17 years. And just knowing, leaning back into the conversation of how powerful breathing can be, but nobody knows if they're doing it right. They mm -hmm. understand and they know that it helps, but they just don't know if they're doing it right. And I know we're recording this and you guys can see me, but the listeners are going to have to to visualize as I talk through this, but it's like, how many times have you seen someone when they've been told, Hey, you're stressed, take a deep breath. You see this big upper body movement, their shoulders go up and this big physical release. That's not how you do it. You need to activate your stomach, your belly, your diaphragm, and doing it in a way that's consistent to provide the heart a consistent flow of oxygen, predictability in how and when the next breath is coming, and doing it in a way that can be measured. And that was one of the other key, key pieces is we needed to find a way to be able to measure how well someone's breathing. And we do that with a metric that we've developed that's called consistency not too scientific of a name, but what it does is it measures how consistent you're maintaining your respiration rate. An average adult is breathing 15 or 18 breaths per minute. Think about that for a second. That's like three times faster than what the body's designed to find that optimal balance state. And so if we're trying to back that off two or three times, we need some feedback and we need it in real time. And so with the Intel belt, you can see what an ideal breathing pattern looks like. That's completely customizable. You can see how well you're breathing versus that ideal breathing pattern. And then the one thing that you can't control, but science takes care of it for us is what your heart rate and your heart rate variability patterns look like. And when you're breathing well, all three of those lines start to fall into rhythm. And you were asking Brian, like, what are some of those, you know, initial feedbacks that somebody starts to feel after they, they get down the road with the training. 
the nice thing is, is once we start to see that alignment and that alignment can happen the short term in, you know, a few minutes of training. And then I'll ask like, Hey, how do you feel right now after those two or three minutes? And it's like, I feel more relaxed. You know, I don't feel as tense and it's like, okay, cool. I just showed you, you can get there. We needed some feedback and some help to do it, but you just showed me that you can get there. Now let's see how often we can get there. And then when we get there, how long we can stay there. And that's exactly what the Intel belt and the NeuroPeak Pro app is designed to do is be that little bit of accountability partner and real-time coach to say, this is how you're doing it. Keep doing it, make some changes so that we can start to get the most out of each breath. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Like, as you said, the accountability thing is perfect there. And, you know, like even mentioning like the shoulders, like we're understanding like what, 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 what are actually breathing muscles? What muscles yeah. do I use when I breathe? It's mainly the diaphragm. It's not really those shoulders up there. So all those things are fantastic. And, you know, with the Intel belt, the thing I loved was kind of like, uh, you know, the challenge of like getting good scores and getting over to those, like, I think it's, uh, you know, for me, it's 10 minutes or 10,000 points, which they have on the yeah. system too. Uh, we'll put a little video kind of of the system kind of working when we post this. So just for people to have an idea. Um, but I really love that. I love the accountability, the feedback and the feedback and how to do it, whether I was doing it the right way, then the beats per minute versus like, finding my level, what I was best at, you know, whether I was five to one or six to one or whatever. Um, so over the whole thing, I think it was, as you said, it's nearly like a teaching guide to help you through the process where you can kind of learn on your own and get a little bit of feedback from it. All right. So let's take a quick break in the podcast to talk some more about the Intel belt. And for those that know me, you'll also know I don't really endorse or promote random products. But the fact is training with this Intel belt has actually made a difference in a number of ways to me personally. I feel I have more energy, I'm sleeping better, and my concentration has improved. Not only that, but I've actually really enjoyed exploring my own breathing patterns in my own time and in my own surroundings. The fact I can also travel with the device made a huge difference to me personally also. Listen, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good a deal is if you don't want to change or do the work, but if you are genuinely interested in improving your breathing, day-to-day -day wellness, and perhaps your golf performance, I have teamed up with NeuroPeak Pro to offer all my clients and listeners a free year subscription to the NeuroPeak Pro app when you purchase a NeuroPeak Pro Intel belt. Now, the normal cost for the annual app subscription is $49.99 US dollars. So to avail of this offer, use the coupon code Steve Moore, that's S-T-E-V-E-M-O-O-R-E when purchasing on the NeuroPeak Pro website, or alternatively, use the link available in my Instagram link tree bio on my website or in the description of this podcast to take advantage of this deal. Now let's get back to the pod. Let's have a look at the coaches section, right? Because this is, you know, we, we got obviously a lot of club golfers out there. We want them to be involved for many purposes as we go back and many reasons, just every daily walk of life, but also helping their golf. When we go into coaching, how might a coach like recognize that one of their players might need to be working on their precision breathing or, you know, you know, is it just a general thing where we all need to be doing this anyway? Um <laughs> And then how, from that perspective, do coaches, from your experience, or even how would you like to see coaches maybe introducing this to their players? Yeah, we all breathe every minute of every day. And so there's there's benefits to be gained just for everyone doing this. But I think when we're, when we're talking with coaches and they ask us that question too is, 
you know, how do I identify the players that might benefit from this the most? It's the ones that you know, when you have them in front of you, they stripe it and they're comfortable. And you know what? You leave that lesson or that session with them of like, they're going to go out and play their career best round. But then when you check the handicap system and you see what they posted that afternoon, it was nowhere near that. So it's where, where's that gap biggest between what you see in practice without pressure and when it comes time to put that score on the scorecard. I think that's where we start to see that. And even some of our tour players have kind of called, you know, precision breathing training, that bridge from practice to competition. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they struggle with it as well. And so I think that's where the biggest, the biggest gains can be made and helping identify individuals that, you know, they just feel they feel too much pressure and they don't know how to handle it when they get out on the golf course. Very good. And, you know, I will say in that app. So for me as, as a coach and having the device, the Intel belt here beside me um, and having that app, I can put that app into guest mode and put my clients on it to kind of screen them for want of a better term. Is is that correct? Yeah. The guest mode super helpful for, yeah. for that. And actually after, um, that guest mode session is finished. The the coach or the the client can put their email address in there and get a quick summary of that of that session. But the nice thing too about the Intel Belt as well as well is that it's not tied to one individual phone. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have one at the academy and you want to do that, and someone's like, "Hey, I'm gonna you know download the NeuroPeak Pro app, create my own account," the five or ten minutes before they they start their their session time with you, they can go through a breathing session on their own app using your Intel bell. And obviously we, we start to find the most efficiencies and the best gains when an individual is, has access to their own Intel belt and they can get into that daily routine of doing it. But we've tried to make it easy for any individual coach or otherwise to be able to share their Intel belt with someone who they know could could benefit from it. And it actually led into what we just did with um, the level one Intel belt certification, right? We know there are so much technology and training aids and, and the like in the golf industry that we're all bombarded with. The ones where there's an understanding behind why this works and how you can apply it are certainly the ones that have the most traction. And so that's why we developed the level one Intel belt certification. So coaches can have that understanding and have that confidence in having that conversation with someone who they know could benefit from it. And it's not a long process. It's maybe an hour and a half, two hours of content with some additional breathing training along the side. But we want coaches to be able to not only experience it so that they can speak from their own um, their own experience training with it, but they can also have backing from from our science team and how best to apply it. Yeah, I, I think speaking from my own experience, having gone through the oxygen advantage course, which in the functional breathing, which was fantastic, um, to then assess people was very much from a visual or aesthetic perspective, and then a slight physical in terms of where the breath was coming from, depth of breath, etc. So having to me. This is why I like what this belt does. It complements that. 
And it gives me like, cause the way my golf coach brain works like data, it gives me actual functional data that I can go, okay, well, yeah, I'm kind of writing what I think there, which is the same, you know, you use the phrase kind of before we started there, like, you know, it's nearly like it's the track man of breathing, so to speak, a little bit of that kind of way, you know, which is great because we get actual data back and then we can kind of tread along that path then, you know, and you mentioned the certification, which is fantastic. I'm like how I've been on it. It's great. How do coaches get involved in that certification? Is it just a sign up through the website? Do they need to do anything prior to do they need to own a device before they start on that certification or where are we with that? There's, there's a couple of points um, of entry, you know, we have a performance partner program on the website that um, includes a certification and an Intel belt, because ideally, you know, we want those who are, are talking about the benefits of precision breathing to have experienced it for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, if you have an Intel belt already, um, there's more and more out there, then you can layer on the, the certification course uh, on top of that. But even, even with that, one of the easiest ways to, to get started is to download the app, which is available in the app store or on Google play and start to look through some of those instructional video series, which really starts to lay the foundation for how you can breathe better. And it really leads into the certification. So if there's a listener or a coach, that's just kind of curious saying, Hey, this sounds interesting. I'm not ready to fully dive into to buying an Intel belt or, or going down the certification, the app is, is a great way to, to get started and start to understand some of the science behind um, why precision, excuse me, why precision breathing is, is becoming so popular. Yeah. I think that's, that's where I would, if I was recommending to him, that's where I'd start download the app. There's just some nice mm -hmm. kind of details, some nice videos from yourself in there where it gives you that little bit of taster, that little bit of background of information. And then you can kind of see, where you're kind of sitting with it and, and how much you really want to dive into it. And, you know, when I was kind of like paying attention to kind of a couple of the media releases uh, earlier in March, your, your vice president of performance programs, Nick said that the certification, I think something along the lines represents the first level of a growing curriculum, which is when I ever, I hear that from companies, I'm always get excited. Cause I'm like, okay, well, you're not just, you know, throwing the dog food out the back door, you know, you're actually going to kind of keep building this thing up. Can I take it for that to mean that, you guys aren't content with just having a basic certification that your intention is to keep growing this thing as you develop? Yeah, our intention is to keep growing. And the reason is because the science, there's a boatload of science, as I mentioned, behind this, mm -hmm. but there's going to be that much more coming out in the next six months and the next year and the next five and 10 years about how powerful breathing is. And we want to make sure that we're aligning what can be done with the Intel belt and how the Intel belt can be used as a trainer to help individuals do that alongside the most cutting edge science on breathing and heart rate variability training. So this first level one, I describe it as, as very nuts and bolts. You know, we're going to show you every nook and cranny of the NeuroPeak Pro app. We're going to dip into the science so that we can start to build that foundation and then from there, that foundation allows us to really start to go down into some of the more um, depths of, of heart rate variability and the science, because that it can get pretty, it can get pretty complicated. But one of our our big goals is is to make sure that this is relatable 
and consumable. We're very much a, a performance technology company that's rooted in science. And as strong as the science is, we need to be able to communicate this, whether that's from the NeuroPeak Pro side to our certified coaches, and just as importantly, if not more importantly, from those certified coaches to the individuals that know and trust them to, to deliver whatever is going to be most beneficial to them. Yeah, 100%. You can have things that are very beneficial in theory, and then the practicality of how they're actually communicated and then transferred to the client can can cause some barriers. And then the players or the, or the coaches even aren't getting the full effect. Um, just before we kind of mention, you know, the uh, the app on social media, um, all those things, all those contact details. Is there anything, because kind of I kind of led the questioning here, is there anything that you or Brian indeed would like to kind of mention or, or talk about that you feel that we kind of haven't discussed that would be important you feel for either you know, the general public or even for coaches out there? So, you know, one of the things that, that we're, we're excited about is getting this in the hands of, of more coaches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, we developed the Intel belt because our tour players were asking for a more um, accessible and usable device. And the level one certification is the result of coaches and instructors asking, how can I learn more? about this. And so we, we love that two way dialogue and communication. You know, we want feedback from, from coaches about what's working well, um, what's not working well. You know, we want to continue to, to be engaged with the instructional community to be able to continue strengthen the level one and the level two and the level three and whatever's coming down the line. Mm -hmm. Guarantee you, in a year or so, the level one is not going to look the same as it as it does today because there's just going to be more science. And so we want to continue to evolve that and do it with the input of, of those that are interested in it. We could sit in our office and in the boardroom or on the driving range and just think of great ideas that we think instructors are going to find helpful. But unless those are rooted in instructor feedback, you know, they're going to fall on deaf ears. So just know that we're we're open to that. We love, you know, you can head to the website. You can send a contact us message if it's golf related. And you said you heard us on the podcast. You know, we can get that message, Brian or I. And, you know, we're, we're really excited and open to having those conversations. Awesome. Brian, anything to add? Um, so anybody who eventually picks up the belt from listening to this or is in contact with you. My uh my first piece of advice would be don't get discouraged when you find that you stink at breathing. Uh that first, like we were talking about earlier, just that first initial, I mean, whoever picks it up, whether you're 20, 40, 60, you've been breathing the same way for 20, 40, or 60 years, right? And so until you are intentional about trying to change that or someone coaches you at trying to do that. You've only known the one way. So like anything where you're trying to pick up something new or probably even harder than picking up something new, change something that you've been doing for so long, it just takes time. So if you pick up a belt, give yourself the patience to be a little bad at first and know that changing it is you're going to feel the effects once it kicks in and it won't take super long, but Adding uh, adding any sort of stress over being 
not a great breather right away is only going to make it more challenging. So just knowing that it will come is a, a huge benefit for you. Awesome. awesome. I think that's, that. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, and we should mention like the belt is what, 199 US dollars right now? Yes. So relatively speaking to like what a new driver, new putter, new wedge, this thing will have, I promise you, a better long-term effect <laughs> on you as a human being, never mind as a golfer. I, I again, listen, it, it's always tricky for me getting on people that I know and I've worked with because I always have this fear the way it's going to look on the outside. But I think most people who know me know I only do that when I really, really believe in something and I, I believe it's going to help people and help golfers. And I just want that information to get out there. So I like I can't encourage people enough to do this stuff. Um, I found it fantastic. I found working with Brian fantastic. Working with you, Andy's been brilliant. Um, I think the company's doing some really, really nice stuff, and, and their their aim, their goal, is really in the right place. It's it's to help people help themselves basically and become better at you know breathing, brain training, whatever the case may be. Um, but I can't recommend it enough. So I, I really, really thankful for you guys coming on. Uh, what's the website, Andy? Just in case people want to jump on it. Yeah, the website is neuropeakpro.com. It's N-E-U-R-O-P-E-A-K-P-R-O.com. Straightforward, straightforward. Gentlemen, thank you so, so much for coming on, for giving Thanks, up your Steve. time. Um, and uh, listen, we'll talk to you soon. And in the meantime, uh, breathe nice and well and functional and we'll all be happy. So thanks, Steve. All right. Thanks, Cheers, Steve. guys. Thank you. All right, so that wraps up another episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, to be honest with you, I find this subject absolutely fascinating. So massive thanks to Andy and Brian for coming on the show. I really encourage everyone to look at the subject of breathing, and I don't mean from a pure sports perspective. I'd in fact encourage you to look from an everyday quality of life perspective first, so as a human being, and then look into the sports world and see how it might be affecting your performance. But Big thank you to you, the listeners out there. As you know, without you listening and downloading these podcasts, there really wouldn't be a show. I really do appreciate the support and the feedback. And just a reminder, if you do enjoy it, please make sure to rate the show on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As always, if you want to work with myself in person or online through the Skillist app, or indeed have any questions on golf or the podcast, you can contact me on Instagram at stevemoregolf or through the website stevemoregolf.com. Finally, for your own game, don't forget, work hard, work diligently, but most importantly, work smart. And we'll talk to you again soon. Take care.